ओमश्रेयतिराजा विवेकानंदसूर सच्चीत्सुखस्वरूपा स्वामीनेतापहारिणे ओं गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात्ब्रह्म तस्म श्रीगुरव नम ओम शांति 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 ही आवर सैल्यूटेशन गोस फॉर दी फॉलजेंट डिवाइन सेल्फ विवेकानंद द पर्सनिफाइड फॉर्म एंड एम्बॉडिड फॉर्म ऑफ द एब्सोल्यूट एग्जिस्टेंस कॉन्शसनेस एंड ब्लिस द किंग अमॉन्ग्स द रिनाउंसिएट्स एंड द रिमूवर ऑफ ऑल एफ्लिक्शंस ऑफ द ह्यूमैनिटी टू हिम वी सैल्यूट Guru is Brahma Guru is Vishnu Guru is the great Lord Shiva Guru is the personification of the supreme Brahman consciousness our salutations to that Sri Guru again and again om peace 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 be unto us all so today we have our topic is Swami Vivekananda as a spiritual teacher that is this is a time we are thinking of swami vivekananda in so many ways because of the 158th year of celebration and now swami vivekananda is a spiritual teacher actually swami vivekananda was born as a spiritual teacher he was brought for that mission for that purpose Sri Ramakrishna, after his own spiritual practices, when he was fulfilled with all realizations and experiences, he had this vision that he went that far into the heavenly plane, where the duality ends, and almost in the plane of the non-dual, there he found seven sages meditating, absorbed in samadhi, and out of that. He brought Swami Vivekananda to complete the mission. That is the background. But in our realistic life, we have to understand who is a spiritual teacher. Is a spiritual teacher has a definition, and Swami Vivekananda, in his Bhakti Yoga, have talked about. the spiritual teacher he said how are we to know a teacher then swami vivekananda continues the sun requires no touch sun requires no torch to make him visible we need not light a candle in order to see the sun when a teacher of man comes to help us the soul will instinctively know that truth has already begun to shine upon it the teacher whose wisdom and truth shine like the light of the sun at the very greatest the world has ever known and they are worshiped as god by the major portion of the mankind we can find that this is as if the 
biography of Swami Vivekananda. A born teacher, he does not need anyone's recommendation to prove that he is a spiritual teacher. We recall when he was staying in the house in the Boston area and Dr. Wright's wife, Mary Tappan Wright, the wife, she wrote a letter to her mother on August 29 of 1993. She wrote, Katie Sanborn had a Hindu monk. John, means her husband, went down to meet him in Boston and missing him, invited him up here. He came. He was a most gorgeous vision. He was very handsome in the Orient, in an oriental way. About 30 years old in time, but ages in civilization. The town was in fume to see him. That was Swami Vivekananda, who was 30 years old only. But according to Mrs. Wright, he represents ages in civilization, as if a civilization has presented before them. That is the inner impression of one who saw Swami Vivekananda. And you recall that story when Swami Vivekananda was in Boston and Professor Wright met him and was very impressed. And when he talked about his going to the Parliament of Religions to speak, then Swami Vivekananda said, I have, uh, where is my credential? And you know the response. To that, Swami, uh, Dr. Wright, Henry Wright, Harvard professor, he said, to ask you, Swami, for your credential is like asking sun about his right to shine. And he continued in his introduction letter to the chairman of the Committee of Selection of the Delegates in the Parliament of Religions. He wrote that here is a man more learned than all our learned professors put together. So this is enough to prove how a person seeing Swami Vivekananda could feel the shining spirituality. And it is a superfluous statement, it will appear to us, but it is not that they are emotional people writing about Swami Vivekananda being overwhelmed with his magical power or some hypnotic strength or hypnotherapy or whatever, no. Some, uh, not, not doing something like that hypnotic, Vivekananda created this impression. He was a blazing fire of spiritual illumination. And he could transmit that spiritual illumination to anyone he wants. We find in his lifetime so many incidents where he is giving that spirituality as Ramakrishna used to give, by touch, by look even. So you find that this is the what Swami Vivekananda has wrote about the spiritual teacher, how to know, how to recognize 
He says that the teacher of wisdom, of truth, shine like the light of the sun. And the very greatest the world has known, like Christ's and Buddha's and Rama's and Krishna's, you see, they are worshipped as God for thousands of years. Whether you believe, Buddha does not believe that he, there is God, but his followers worship him as God. So he is veritable God who can transmit that spirituality. And they are the powerful people in the world. And also in the scripture, Hindu Upanishad, it has been mentioned that who is a spiritual teacher. Characteristics of a spiritual teacher has been said that it is Shrotriyo, O Brijino, O Kamahatojo, Brahmavit Uttama. He is called, or she is called, a Brahmavit Uttama, a spiritual teacher. Who is that? Who is Shrotriyo. Shrotriyo means he has studied the scriptures, not superficially, but understood its meaning. Shrotriyo means knows the meaning and truth of the spirit of the scriptures. Swami Vivekananda continues explaining this Shrotriyo means knowing the true spirit means the whole world reads Bibles, Vedas and Qurans. But they are all only words, syntax, etymology, philology and dry bones of religion. It is the knowledge of the spirit of the scriptures alone that constitutes the true religious teacher. So the spiritual teacher knows not the bones of the grammar or the etymology or this philology or syntax of the words and its meaning and the explanation. The scholars do that. Intellectuals do that. And they are the dry bones and they chew it. But Swami Vivekananda says a spiritual person should be who will be giving light to others. And he will be knowing the inner depths. Ramakrishna said in the scriptures uh, there are sand and sugar mixed together. So you have to just separate out what is called the sugar out of sand. Many people get confused here and they create so much of confusion in the spiritual life for themselves and for the whole humanity. The scriptures have different meaning and everyone explains that according to his own perspective. So first quality of a spiritual teacher should be that he knows the real import of the scriptures. Real import of the scripture is realize God, finish. It is not talk. It is not doctrine, dogma. Your philosophy, my philosophy, your faith, my faith, your doctrine, my doctrine. It has no place there. So it should be the fundamental point is that that truth and truth. And Shankara also said, Sabdajalang maharannam chitta brahmanakaranam. Network of words is a big forest. It is the cause of curious wondering of the mind. So it can give some pleasure, intellectual pleasure, that you know so much and you can 
twist and turn the word in hundred ways and become a great scholar, but not spiritual person. Swamiji continues, the various methods of joining words, of speaking in beautiful language, the various methods of explaining the diction of the scriptures are only for disputation and enjoyment of the learned scholars. They do not conduce to spiritual perception. With them, no attempt at text torturing. These spiritual people, they never twist the texts. They present the truth as it is. No eternal playing upon the meaning of the words and their roots. So this is the spiritual teacher is actually understands the meaning and preaches that and gives it to the humanity. It is realization, experience. That is the study. That is the meaning of the study of the scriptures. Second point, that it is abrigino. Abrigino means it should be stainless, stainless. A person, spiritual teacher, his character should be stainless. For learning physics, chemistry, math, or any material science, no one needs to be, we need not have to know about his character. Whatever may be the character, he knows his subject, can teach it, that's enough. But a spiritual teacher, to be a teacher, his character should be pure, pure and perfect and stainless. It is so pure that it will only radiate purity through their presence and their life. So, first and last important point of a spiritual teacher is his character, pure in the heart, pure in soul, vision of God or glimpses of the beyond is not possible when the mind is not pure. Should be perfectly pure in the first and then comes the values what he speaks. Many people can speak well, but speaking well is not the point of a work of a teacher. Teachers should give that purity. Ramakrishna, example of purity. Christ, the example of purity. Swami Vivekananda, the example of purity. In their presence, others become purified. No negative thought can come. Swami Brahmananda. One day, he was sitting and behind him, one of his disciples, he was sitting behind and thinking, eh, they are called holy people, so let me now try to think unholy thoughts. So he tried his best to bring all types of uh, unholy thoughts, whatever is possible. But he failed. And Swami Brahmananda, after some times, turned towards him and said, did you succeed? That is the point, spiritual people. Spiritual people will be so pure that you cannot even try to raise your thought in a negative way. You cannot do that. That is the highest spiritual personalities. Depending on the level of spirituality, you can feel that in someone's presence, your mind will be always cheerful, joyful, thinking of noble thoughts. So that is the power that is called the abrigina. That is the power. And that is the power which gives us the energy to transform, transform others. That purity only, is the power of purity, Ramakrishna, had no magical power. His, his power was only that he was pure, like a child, innocent like a child. And that simplicity does not come 
unless it is long practice of disciplines and other things go on. Of course, that is true. And third point that akamahata, that means he, he will not be buffeted by desires. Desire for name, fame, power, position, honor, going to heaven, getting occult powers. This is not the characteristic of a spiritual teacher. That is the defined by the Upanishads. And akamahata, that means his mind will not be forced or dictated by any desire. Cannot that cannot function in his mind. And he should be Brahmaviduttama. He is the supreme knower of truth, that is called Brahmavid, the knower of truth. But he should be supreme among them, among the level of understanding about or realizing the divine, ultimate truth. There is a gradation also. In the Upanishad it says Brahmavid, the knower of Brahman. Brahmavid Bara, who is little deep in their experience and deeper as if like taking a deep in the ocean you can go 10 feet down you can do 50 feet down you can do 100 feet down 1000 feet down experiences are different though you are under the water so similarly there are the depths of experience that is the person who can be ideal teacher the Christs and Buddhas they fall in that rank. And we find that Sri Ramakrishna's life as he is so pure, so also we find that Swami Vivekananda is such. Actually, he was a world teacher from his very birth. But Ramakrishna also gave him the authority that he will be the world teacher. And when Sri Ramakrishna was in his deathbed almost in the cancer suffering utmost pain he was in his the kashipur garden house one day that was the day of february 11 1886 in the evening time sri ramakrishna took a paper and pencil and wrote it in his own hand writing he wrote Noren Sikhe Dive Jokon Ghore Baire Hak Bive Joy Radhe. It is his own handwriting, he wrote these few words Joy Radhe, a glory to Radha, the embodiment of her love and consciousness. What is Radha? Radha is a human body we see, but it is a condensed love for Krishna, Krishna the Supreme Self. Jai Radhe, let glory be to Radha, meaning glory be to the love. Swami Vivekananda, who was in the deepest samadhi, has no need for his own. He came down. Love of humanity. Swami Vivekananda said, I have fallen in love with humanity. Swami Vivekananda said, people ignorantly call, whom people call ignorantly as human, I worship that divine, that God in that human form. I, I worship him. So that is his vision. So that joy Radhe and he said, Premamai, she is the embodiment of love. That means that love has brought him down and that love has connected the whole humanity with him. And he says, 
নরেন শিক্ষে দিবে নরেন উইল টিচ হোয়েন হোয়েন হি উইল টিচ যখন ঘরে বাইরে হাঁক দিবে ইন ইস ভেরি স্ক্রিপ্টিক ল্যাঙ্গুয়েজ শ্রী রামকৃষ্ণ স্যাড হোয়েন হোয়েন নরেন দিস ফিউচার বিবেকানন্দ হি ইজ ইয়ং বয় দেন হোয়েন হি ইজ রাইটিং হি ইজ হি হ্যাজ নট বিকাম এ বিবেকানন্দ অলসো হি ইজ এ ইয়ং বয় অফ ক্যালকাটা হিজ নেম ইজ নরেন হোয়েন নরেন দিস বয় ঘরে বাইরে হাঁক দিবে উইল গিভ এ ক্লারিয়ান কল ইন হোমল্যান্ড অ্যান্ড আউটসাইড হোয়াট এ প্রফেসি ইন হোমল্যান্ড অ্যান্ড আউটসাইড জয় রাধে glory be to radha because that will happen that is the destination that is the des- de- destined future of sami vivekananda but listening to that uh, he said noren says sir i i cannot do all those things he called him and gave him that sheet of, sheet of paper and seeing that noren said I won't be able to do all these things. Sri Ramakrishna. Your very bone will do it. You are destined to do that. Then he said, and also another person is there, the mother, divine mother has brought you down only for this purpose of his work. Where shall you go? You will have to run before me. That means, you cannot get out of my clutch this is the one part another part he also draw a diagram line diagram and in diagram there is a very calm serene eyes long eyes and behind is a peacock with his long tail and there he wrote this I do not know what is the significance of that but the swami who has written the last play of divine play of sri ramakrishna in a book sami prabhananda he explained it the front is sami vivekananda his eyes long eyes beautiful look but behind is the newly elected world teacher who have elected him who elected he elected sami vivekananda selected sami vivekananda to be the world teacher and he is giving that authentic verdict declaring amongst all his young brother monks or devotees whoever there that he will be the world teacher and he will give a clarion call of awakening of the spirituality to the homeland and outside now the history proves that what he did sami vivekananda did when noren became vivekananda what happened through his whole life the whole india was awakened and whole western country got a new version of spirituality not the concept of sinner not the concept of feeling in our old ruts of negative thinking say you are divine you are pure in you is our strength that is the message as he said i have a message for the west as buddha has a message for the east so that is the message for him and what message he brought it back to india he brought india back that heritage 
that you inherit such spiritual treasure and wisdom. Forgot that. Come up with that. First material freedom and then grow and bring the best of the East and best of the West. The two civilizations, how it can be helping help by each other's benefit. Each has its uniqueness. Swami Vivekananda said in another place that he each East has its own glorious spiritual tradition. West has this wonderful tradition of becoming very uh, work-oriented, centered, focused, and efficient, and everything. So the best of this and best of this can, can be coupled, and the new civilization, world civilization will grow. That was his idea. So we find that this Swami Vivekananda got this message that Swami, in the front is Swami Vivekananda, calm eyes, serene eyes, but behind is the peacock representing the love of Ramakrishna. Ramakrishna is the supplier behind the expressions of Swami Vivekananda. Vivekananda is only a, only a face and behind the the words and the message is Sri Ramakrishna. So that is the gives his validity of becoming a world teacher. If we look at his another idea that human teacher, ordinary gurus, they give us mantra. They give us mantra in our ears. And it is said, Jagat Guru. The world teachers, they give the mantra in the hearts of people. Say so Christ came, 2000 years past. His physical frame is gone, but still he is inspiring people all over the globe. Still, the Sermon on the Mount and the teachings of the Bible is giving so much illumination in the hearts of people when they read first. Buddha came and died. But the whole world is getting benefit 2,500 years. Where is the inspiration? Swami Vivekananda said, I shall be, it may be that I shall cast, cast this body off like an old, old now garment. But I shall not cease to work. I shall inspire men everywhere until the whole world shall know that it is one with God. What a powerful statement. It may be I shall cast this body off like an old or now garment. Yes, he gave up his body before he reached 40. And now, after 40, what he will do? I shall not cease to work. And what he is doing? I shall inspire men everywhere until not Indians, not Bengalis, not this group, that group, the world shall know that is one with God. His ceaseless activity will be inspiring, 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 and raising the spiritual consciousness. May not know it is Vivekananda's contribution. It does not have any need to do that. The Upanishad, the message of the Upanishad, has given life and force to the whole world for unknown ages. 
We do not know who these, who these sages were, but their spirit awakened the spiritual consciousness. So this is Swami Vivekananda, his stand, that he is inspiring still now. And he is giving the inspiration to become spiritual and not to follow the doctrines and dogmas and outward uh, rituals of the life. We find that as a spiritual teacher, if we look at Swami Vivekananda's life, from his childhood, he is a leader. And not ordinary leader, but a spiritual leader. When he was a young boy, he used to play with others, other children. And what was his, his way of playing? He used to say, let us come and meditate. He's bringing all other young children of his age group and making him sit with them and start meditating. Is it not a spiritual inspiration of the highest order? We get Guru's mantra and what we learn after that. We know how to meditate. And here is a boy, just a mere boy, and asking to play out of fun and that fun play is meditation. And we know how he is adept in meditation. When he was meditating, it's a childhood story. A snake came and all others ran away. And But he was still in his deep uh, concentration. So when it, it is the beginning of the life we find that is Vivekananda is a teacher there. He's searching when he grew to little age and he wanted to know is there any God? His quest of truth. He has read all the Western psychologists and philosophers and all, Kant, Hegel and all these and the questioning is there and he became doubtful. Is there any reality at all? And you are knocking at every door and not he himself. He has a group of friends also who are fan. Vivekan on the fan, nor in fan. And they're searching for truth. Then they went to Brahma Samaj and all the places. And he met Sri Ramakrishna and got the first time answer. And then started coming to Sri Ramakrishna and also helping other friends to come around the orbit of Ramakrishna, helping spirituality of others to grow. Ramakrishna was attracted by Vivekananda's spirituality. How? Vivekananda sang a song. And all the songs, if you hear what Swami Vivekananda used to sing, they're all to kindle the spirituality, the flame of spirituality in us, even if you sing now. He is doing that work unconsciously. A true spiritual leader even does not know that they are doing any good to the world. We don't do anything, but we want to take the credit on our part. Hmm? Always we say, I did this, I did that, I, I lectured, I, 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 I. And there is zero, zero, zero of I. Eh? They do not know what they are doing. And then we find Sri Ramakrishna while ill. And Noren and other brothers assembled together 
to serve Sri Ramakrishna in Kashipur garden. What we do? What we do normally? We serve any Swami or any senior man, we get tired, no? After serving a little bit of them. And then when they come, we chit chat, talk so many things and go to see some TV and movie and this and that, we relax because we have worked hard. But what Swami Vivekananda is doing? He said, hey, he is there in physical body now. Ramakrishna is in there upstairs and they are in the ground floor, inspiring the other brother monks. Now it is night time. Let us go for meditation. He is pulling them all together to meditate. Not only that, he sometimes collected, one day suddenly collected some dry fire, firewood, which was here and there, collected and put fire and sat around that fire and meditated whole night. And they got so much joy. The other brothers who missed that, they started complaining. Noren, why did you not told us? We missed it. Well, they said we didn't plan that way, but it happened suddenly like this. So, okay, next time we will do. See how he is creating that intense desire in the hearts of people that this life has a meaning, life has a purpose, you will have to realize God now, now only. You are serving Sri Ramakrishna and now you are tired, you will go something. No, you serve and meditate. Built up your spiritual life. He is inspiring. He is inspiring, meditating and he thought that I am doing, did I get anything? Any power, any, any, anything transforming? Spirituality is transformational. So he wanted to test. One day he was sitting for meditation and asked Swami Abhedananda to come. Though there is a controversial statement, but anyhow. So one person says that he came and Swami Vivekananda asked Abhedananda Swami, okay, when I will meditate, you sit here. You also meditate, but you touch me. You touch me and when I shall meditate and see what happens. And then after few minutes or that is not mentioned how long, when he came, say Swami Vivekananda came down from his meditation and said, how did you feel? He said that I was feeling like electric shock from you, some energy was coming and I felt that energy. And the result, net result, next day, three consecutive days, Avedananda Swami has no such deep meditation like that before. Ramakrishna was in the upstairs, sick and not knowing what is going on. That was the Shivaratri time. So after all the watches are over, he called Noren. And he said, at the very first sight, he said, before you have accumulated much, you started distributing the spiritual treasure. He is a spiritual personality, dynamo. He will have to do that. But he says, are you starting now itself? And then he rebuked him for doing that thing now and also said that yeah, he was growing in spiritual life in one direction, one spiritual mood and you have transmitted your mood, highest Vedantic mood. It is not that good, 
But at the same time, he says, it's a blessed opportunity for the boy. That means Abhidhananda's good fortune that you did it. Anyhow, this is the spiritual transformation. Spirituality is transformational. It is power. It is tangible. And spiritual teachers can do that. As great as the spiritual teacher, so in-depth that transformation is possible. Then we find that Sri Ramakrishna passed away. And then the, all these young children who are, were around Swami Sri Ramakrishna, they all dispersed to their home. Some started studying their schools and colleges like that. And Vivekananda again collected, though he had the dream or vision, whatever, Ramakrishna's vision. And then he did and collected all together. And what he did? He started another monastery, Baranagar monastery. And what was the job in the monastery? Intense spiritual practice. Intense spiritual practice, no food, not taking care of the body, only God and God realization. This world has not seen such intense urge for God realization. That intense austerities. They have a snakes and cobras are there. And he is living in that same house dilapidated house, haunted house, nobody enters into that house and these, they are also ghosts like that, they are doing spiritual practices, forgetting their body. Who is the inspirer? Vivekananda is the inspirer. Keeping them engaged in high intellectual studies, sometimes in deep meditation, sometimes singing and dancing in the name of God, Jnana, Karma, Yoga, Bhakti, all this blended together, he's building up their spiritual life. And then after that he also started wandering around India trying to understand India, India's needs, India's potentialities and India's spiritual treasure, what it had. And then what happened? Then again by God's, this mother's work, so came in this country, everything happened. And by that time the monasteries shifted from this Baranagar to Alambazar very close by. And then he went back, established this <coughs> monastery. And then these young boys, they are all together and he took him. Of course there is an in, bet in between big story when he went in his to Atpur, that is the birthplace of Swami Premananda's house. He took twelve of his brother monks. And Baburam Maharaj, his mother, was a great devotee of Ramakrishna. And she was a landlady. So she has, uh, because these children are not eating anything, mother's heart was so much in pain. Uh, they are not eating, they don't get any food, and they are doing so much austerity. So he invited Noren, said, please come here. You need not have to worry about that. You will do your spiritual practice. But I will cook for all of you and you will eat and then you do your practice. So that is the way mother's heart called Noren and Noren will not come alone. Naturally he came with his twelve other brothers. And then what they are also, what they are doing? Uh, they, their whole day and night they are studying, they are in bhajan, singing, 
spiritual life, God, God, only cry of them. And what happened? One night, he collected one firewood like that and put some fire into the world and started meditating around that, making a circle. And then what happened? At the midnight past, Swami Vivekananda got very enthused, not knowing anything, the date and time. Talked highly about Christ and his Christ renunciation and the apostles, the disciples who dedicated their life and they never went back home. Swami Vivekananda said, let us take a resolution here today that we are not going back to home. We'll have to lead a life like Christ and his disciples. And that is the foundation of this order in which we belong and you belong. It is inspiration to build up the messengers who will preach. They should have their pure life. They should have their intense spiritual practice. Otherwise it becomes a political organization. And there are enough political organizations in the whole world. We don't want that. If this is a prestigious spiritual organization. Spirituality is the criterion. Forget other things. Then what happened? You come back. We find that Swami Vivekananda came here, did all these things, gave this concept of divinity and all this, went back. Then started starting the Belur Mot, the headquarters of ours. And what he did there? He started a monastery. This, all these monks put together. They are doing their spirit. And new boys are coming and joining. And then he's training their life, giving them spiritual sustenance and inspiration. And he's making rules that everyone, irrespective, you are Brahmananda or I am this, is no question. Whoever will not be able in, to attend the morning Vespar, uh, Arati, and don't meditate, you will have to beg outside. No food here. One day Mahapurush Maharaj did something. He was little asleep and did not join. But Vivekananda's heart was so loving, but at the same time, brother, we have made the rule, so we cannot beg that. <laughs> so he has to go outside and beg food. But Swami Vivekananda is waiting. Everyone ate in that time. He went for begging and brought bringing some food. Swami Vivekananda wait, was waiting till the food comes and shared the food, whatever they got by begging. See, and then Latu Maharaj wanted to say, oh, I cannot do like that. Uh, this monastery rule, you have come, come from west and you are putting bell, we'll have to wake up this time, we'll have to meditate this time, I can't do that. <laughs> Anyhow, so Noren said, Ra Vivekananda said, Okay, okay, this is ex you are exceptional because <laughs> you don't fall in this category. It is for the new boys who have come to frame their life, spiritual life to build up. See, a spiritual teacher relentlessly working for that. Then building up their life, meditation, and showing what is spirituality. One day, Vivekananda is sitting under the mango tree in the Belumat courtyard. And in front of that, there is a two-story our old shrine. And Swami Premananda, Baburam Maharaj, as we do our puja, he was finished the puja and Ramakrishna's puja and with a plate, almost empty, few flowers left over. 
and that flower will go to the Ganges and they do some worship in the Ganga. So he was coming down and the disciple Sarat Chakravarti, his disciple, he was sitting with him under the mango tree. Suddenly, Swami Vivekananda pointing towards Swami Premananda said, See, direct Brahman, direct Brahman. He uttered two times or three times. And Swami Premananda was bringing the tray coming down from the step. As soon as Swami Vivekananda said that, he became a standstill. He went into Samadhi state. And the entire environment was still and calm. And then after some time, Swamiji said, Baburam, now go. And then he came down into the consciousness and gradually went to the Ganges for the last flower offering to the Ganges. Then later on, discussion was going on with the disciple Sarat Chakravarti. He's talking to Swami Sam, Vivekananda. Swami Vivekananda said, see how this Ramakrishna's children are so pure. See, as soon as they heard that, that is direct Brahman, and they went into Samadhi. Then Swaraj Chakravarti says, yes, that is true, but it is your play. Because I am a householder. I have my wife, I have my family. I was sitting near you. I felt I spiritually transported. So what the question of Baburam Maharaj will do? That is the transmission of power. It is not to touch you, give mantra, this way, that way. Just saying so, that's such a potential power. Ramakrishna said that. I have such a power now. I need not have to touch you. I will tell you to touch the other person. That person will be liberated now. That is the tradition we belong to. What a really glorious uh, heritage of ours. That is the spirituality. And Swami Vivekananda is that type of spiritual teacher. You know in this country, uh, or any, you England probably, he was speaking and, and the whole audience, he was just working on their mind and saw the suffering of them. And he got so much empathy or love for them. He felt that, let me free them all together. And he was trying to do that. And suddenly Swami Ramakrishna came in the vision and said, no, 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 don't do that far. Uh, hundreds of people at a time. Uh, then mother's play will not, how the mother's play will go on. <laughs> anyhow, and that made Swami Vivekananda go to Samadhi. So anyhow, the question is that he was a leader, not of ordinary category, as a spiritual leader to awaken the consciousness <coughs> of each individual and his his, his vows are very strong. Like Buddha, he said, I'll come again and again. Eh? Till, he says, I shall be without form. But I shall not cease to work. I shall inspire men everywhere. Understand? I shall inspire men. Here does not mean men. Because that is the language he said. <laughs> huh? Men and women. All. <laughs> so, I shall inspire men everywhere irrespective of any country or any location or any jurisdiction of any type until the world shall know that it is one with God. 
And that work is continuing. And that Vivekananda is in our heart. And we pray that we can get a spirit of self-illumination. The purpose of life is God-realization. And spiritual teachers come to awaken that spirit. And let us take that spirit and make our life blessed. Thank you.